Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Friday Eve and welcome to Gossip with Bravo, babe. I have a special guest with me today. She is allegedly Bravo on Instagram. Her name is Lauren. How are you, Lauren? Hello, good. How are you? I'm good. I am literally um, my third round of watching the part two of Vanderpump Reunion. Oh my god. Okay, I'm I just finished my second watch, but that was also <laughs> my first watch. Right? Isn't it? It just hits so different the uncensored it version. So different. Oh my god, like some of the stuff like cuz I watched the uh, the censored you watch the uncensored one the next day and it's like why did you cut that stuff out? Right? It's like you're watching another totally new episode. Right. It's so crazy. Yeah. So I'm on my, so I did the once live and I live tweeted during it. So that was very hectic. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) That's always like, I tell everybody I'm always so unhinged on Twitter. It's like day and night from my Instagram, but I live tweeted (laughs) and then I watched the uncensored twice and yeah, it just hits differently. Um. Did you watch the New Jersey? Are you a New Jersey fan? I'm not a New Jersey fan. Like, and not because I hate them or whatever, but just because like I never got into it and I tried so hard. It was just one of those that just didn't click with you. It just didn't click with me. And I feel like that, but I know the players, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm cute in. We had the reunion that started this week and. I get so much hate for this, but I have always, always, always been a Teresa fan, or as Marge called us, tree stumps. However, (laughs) this season, I did like a complete 180, and I am team Melissa like through and through. Wow. Why? How did that happen? Because those are like, those are verses. Like, that's (laughs) opposites. I, I don't like, watch, but I know that. <laughs> that's like up here, like being a Sox fan your whole life and then saying, no, I'm a Cubs fan. Oh my God. How did that happen? What? Okay. What so I, I honestly feel like I, I just saw the light. I feel like with Teresa wow. and Louie getting married, I saw Teresa in a way that was like bitter, that was like angry she came across as very just just cruel to melissa's family who you can see when Teresa needed to introduce louie to people you know she introduced them to melissa's family that includes her sisters you know her Mm in-laws and then when Teresa didn't need them anymore you can like literally in real time see her just dispose of them oh my god I know. And to be honest, the part one, and it could go, I could go on on Jersey forever. That's like my bread and <laughs> bread butter. And butter. That's, that's the one, yeah. That's the one that got me started on housewives in general. Um, so that's why I've always like advocated for Teresa in this season. I'm like, Nope. Bye girl. So how many years is that, that you've like loved Teresa and now, I mean, um, that's like a significant breakup. I so like. it's not, it's not like I, dislike Teresa I just I cannot agree with her this season I cannot side with her and I do see her in like a more negative light but before this girl it was a good 10 years wow that's longer than Tom and Ariana I know oh my god 10 years because I can remember yeah where I was 10 years ago when I was watching New Jersey 
Wow. Isn't that crazy? It is total perspective change. Um, and then the whole Pizzagate situation that opened my eyes to Louie and his shady business dealings. I should fill you in on Pizzagate sometime. And then you yes. can give me like your legal expertise. Like, oh what do you think about this? Was it legit? Yes, I would love to hear about Pizzagate because I only know about one Pizzagate and it's like, I'm assuming not the same. Correct. I, well, I accidentally think that I started the name Pizzagate oh, for no. this situation, not knowing what the other situation was. And it had already stuck. And you should have seen my DMs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I'm surprised you don't have to shut them down. I know. I had to block the word like Pizzagate in my mentions. Oh, my God. I'm crying. That is so funny. <laughs> So for anybody listening, um, New Jersey reunion, Melissa totally ate Teresa up in like the classiest way possible. Um, And we're just going to leave it at that for New Jersey because honestly, I want to dive straight into Vanderpump Rules. We're going to dedicate, we're going to dedicate this episode to it, Lauren. I'm so excited. So part one Oh, wait, let me just backtrack for a second for everybody who's listening. Um, If you want to know about how my experience at the Tom Sandoval and the Most Extra show went, um, I did some live recaps on my Instagram, and then I went into a deep dive on Zach Peter's podcast, um, No Filter with Zach Peter. Go listen to it and you can hear exactly like what I saw, the notes that I took in real time. Um, Oh, my God. Totally. um, Yeah, just dove right in. But that was an experience. I haven't done a podcast of my own since then. So for all of my lovely listeners, yes, I did end up going and I did end up going solo. Um, But it worked out. So you can check out, yeah, all the content from that on my Instagram or on Zach Peters podcast. He originally was supposed to go with me and then his flight something and he had a rehearsal for something. Long story short, I ended up still going. <laughs> Would you have gone by yourself if you had the chance to do like oh, put yourself in my shoes? I went trying to be non-biased and I went to get interviews for content to see, you know, genuine reactions to people, why they were there. What would you have done? Well, I just want to say like, so brave of you. Like that's (laughs) so, not just a concert by yourself. Like I would, I would do that just because like I've lived alone before. Like I'm totally fine just like being by myself, but going somewhere by yourself and then approaching people to ask them questions is like really brave. Good job. You know what? Looking back, it was ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what did you, how was that? Like you get there and it's standing room only. Oh my gosh. No. So it was seated. It was seated tickets. Oh my God. Like a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. People had to buy their tickets. Um, I was gifted my ticket, given, given my ticket, whatever, um, from Zach Peter who was supposed to go. And I just kind of turned it into like an interview situation because I didn't want to go in telling people one way or the other who I was a fan of. I just wanted to know what they thought. Yeah. And I had a couple people who were not team Ariana that I interviewed and I was very surprised, but 
Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, I guess not everybody can be Team Ariana, but I just assumed everybody was. I did too. And then like I posted a couple of things and people were like, well, Ariana, what did she expect was going to happen? And I was like, I I don't know. Not that. Right. That narrative (laughs) is so, yeah. That narrative is so old. (laughs) It is old. Yeah, I agree with that. So that is the backstory of my last week with what I did. Um, yeah, it was fun. I met a good group of people. Um, Mary Kate, Ashley, and, and that's that were their names. Mary Kate, Ashley. Wow. And yeah, um, they ended up taking me across the street and bought me a drink afterwards. They were huge Ariana fans, huge Bravo fans. Um, they listen to Bravo podcast, so hopefully they're listening. And I'm, you know, shout out to them. Um, oh they God, really did. Fun. Yeah, they made me feel so comfortable because, like I said, I was alone, and it, you know, it was the end of the night, and you don't want to walk to the parking garage alone. And then, oh my they, God, no. Yeah, no, they were super cool girls. So I'm glad that I ended up meeting them. Um, Gosh. Bravo brings everybody together. I mean, that's the other thing about like going to a Bravo thing by yourself is like, maybe you're arriving alone, but the spirits around you and within you are just filled with Bravo friends, you know? Right. And it just makes you feel like you are with your people. You're where you're supposed mm-hmm. to you're be. Safe. You just, you belong. It's safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's home. It is. Are you going to go to BravoCon? Oh my God. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. We have the best little group of people going. Like everybody I've talked to, they're like, I'm going. And that makes me so excited. So you're going to have to do like an event with me or like get a drink or something. That would be so fun. A hundred percent. Are you going with somebody? I'm going with Leah Classic Sky Tops on Instagram. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. It'll be so fun. We're staying, we're uh, strip because she has a house there with a pool so I was like obviously I'm gonna go lay at the pool like when I'm not there yeah um but I'm just I wonder I was kind of thinking about BravoCon today before this whole Scandival thing broke I was like so excited to go to a uh, Tom Sandoval and the most most extras like concert right at BravoCon but now I'm wondering, will they have one? Like, will he come? Like, I feel like after this episode or this whole fiasco, like, are their positions on the show up in the air? I kind of, I want them to come back, both of them. Right. And in her one-on-one, Raquel said that she wanted to come back. Her exact words were, I want to. Yeah, so that's, that I don't know telling. if that's crazy or brave. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's like. I mean, to, to go into that, knowing that you have no, like literally nobody. Yeah. I don't know. The money must be there. (laughs) It must be great money, but she still has a studio apartment. Like is the money there? Right. Like what's going on? Yeah. He's spending it all at Miraval. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you think she's really at like a resort or? I'm so I think that she really is at some kind of wellness center only because the postcard that she sent to Tom and Ariana's house, mm-hmm. um, her Ariana's friend Brad was on the Vale Files and did this episode today and he saw the postcard. 
Um, and he said that it was from Raquel and that she said that it was her first outing. Oh. So I'm assuming it was like the first time as a group from the wellness center, they went like off campus, if you will. Um, and she decided to write a postcard about it and she was thinking of him. So I now, think a that she has to be somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that is a choice. Yeah. Cause it's like, that is, there's, there's no envelope for a postcard. Let's just right. call it what it is. Like you want the postman to be reading that or you don't mind if he does. Do you think they do? I would. I think that they totally do. If I was dropping mail off to their house and I saw a postcard, I'd be like, oh, what did this say? Yeah, like, oh, from Raquel. I wonder if she thought, like, it would be found and, like, a photograph. Do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. See, I didn't think about that angle. Maybe. Because she's a little... I don't know. I I'm confused about her after these last two episodes because, like, I can't believe she didn't... Not one tear. Not one tear. And she even smiled and laughed in situations. Yeah. The comments about maybe I should have wrote Sheena a note and then she laughed after. Like, it's just, she is very strange. Like, she's mm -hmm. the kind of person I feel like is in those horror movies, like your college roommate that, like, murders you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's that kind of, like, sneaky, diabolical, like, that's the vibe she gives me. Yeah, I mean, you have to be sneaky diabolical to, like, pull off the whole stunt that she pulled off with Tom Sandoval. And then sit there and be like, oh, well, I didn't think Ariana wanted to know. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> Why? Why did you think she didn't want to know that? Right. And in the, um, what was it, in the trailer for next week's reunion, she says something along the lines of, oh, and see, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Um, she says something along the lines of it's hard to be honest about everything that we've done. Oh no. I know. That's the line that I saw that gave me chills. That's what, uh, that makes yeah. me have a lot of questions though, because I'm like, okay, so do you mean because you're ashamed of what you've done or because you've done so much that like everything, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, people, I, that's crazy. I know there's so much for next week that I've, I'm lingering questions. Um, but this past week's episode started out with a very chaotic lunch break. And we see Tom and Raquel kind of speaking together for the first time since we saw them on camera last. Um, what did you think of that conversation? I thought that Tom was very agitated. I thought that Raquel seemed oddly calm, um, but bothered by what she saw in regards to Tom and Ariana's intimacy conversation. But what did you take from that trailer scene of, with them? Okay, so when I first was watching it, the censored version, I was like shocked because when Sandoval came in, I almost thought he was like so stale that he was I was like, are you sure that you guys had sex before? Because like, he's like, oh, how you doing? You know? Yeah. Like, so ca like not casual. Yeah. But I think um, she, uh, Raquel was really emotionally not where I thought she should be, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like she was very calm and she just kept kind of agreeing like, yeah, like, but we're not like liars. 
And when she was like now surprised that her character's coming into question. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about that conversation is how she kind of acted or it seemed as though she was discovering that Ariana cared about this for the first time. Right. It did and seem that way. It was weird because I was like, if that, if you and Ariana truly are best friends and are truly having this conversation that like we saw them have of like, oh, you're not having sex with them, blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't you know that Ariana's like trying to work on her relationship? Right. And wouldn't you also know that like Tom hasn't broken up with her yet. So in her mind, they're not trying to even, you know, work past something. They're just together. So in her mind, yeah. Yeah, it was really. And that scene with the trailer ended and then you see Tom leave, go back in and ask Raquel to come outside. And he's like trying to dictate production saying, no, I don't want cameras right now. Like that because he was throwing such a hissy fit. He's I like, know, no, they... you don't even get it. I'm like, okay, 13 year old. Right. Like everybody gets it. They're all filming right now. Literally, <laughs> right. literally they are like, they're just, their cameras are watching them stuff their faces with food. Like they're being filmed. You have right. to be filmed drinking your diet Coke and smoking your cigarettes, Ugh. which I did see though, that, uh, when the day of the reunion came out and the, I don't know if you saw the photos that were leaked of Tom and Rachel, Raquel, whatever, um, outside of the trailer and they were sitting on the ground by themselves. So they did end up getting a couple minutes. It looks like of private conversation, which we will never know what they talked about. And that's going to bother me forever. I know, but don't you think they were at least mic'd, or do you think, I mean, Maybe. I would have a hard time with that producer seemed so adamant about about not letting the little dictator Tom dictate the filming schedule. Right. He was like, if you want a break, you can go eat by yourself. <laughs> that but was then, so brutal. <laughs> right. But then the second that they were going to bring Raquel out and Tom said, oh, I have to move over. And Ariana said, no. Production oh listened then. She, you know, they got to. They pick and choose who they listen to, and they definitely listen to Ariana. They definitely did, yeah. Well, let's see. We had the chaotic lunch break. Um, What stood out to me was really that Raquel just seemed bothered by hearing Tom and Ariana were still intimate and that the relationship was fine. Like we said, in her mind, like, what else could she have thought? They were still together. Right. They went to therapy. They celebrated holidays together. Like they had just celebrated Valentine's Day together while Raquel and Tom were already having the affair, which is sickening in itself to spend Valentine's Day with your mistress and your girlfriend. Yeah. That's sick. That is some twisted shit. It really is. And speaking of holidays, did you see or do you remember what? Tom Sandoval dressed up as for Halloween. Oh my God. Rachel. He dressed as his freaking mistress. It's so creepy. Like, Isn't did it? so what a sick, twisted MF-er because it's like 
So I'm sure Ariana like helped him get ready. Like, oh, put this wig this way, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you look just like her. Like, and he could do that the whole time knowing right? that he was like having sex with her. Yeah. Isn't that so sick? Just so sick. Like beyond. So sick. Yeah. I, I can't with. No, I can't I either. The amount of times that he like rolled his eyes or gave attitude to people, I was shocked. I'm like, you need to humble yourself really quick. Yeah. And tried to chime in with different like insults and telling Lala like, oh, you pulled out. Oh my gosh, that that bothered me so much. I was like, what are you talking about? That is creepy that you said that. I'm glad that she went off on him on Instagram. I don't know if it was last night or today. She ended up saying something. Yeah, good for her. I mean, oh, yeah, this must have been an emotional um, couple hours for her. It was. Sorry, I just <laughs> um, I just pulled up some of the questions that people sent in to ask us. Uh huh. Um, one of them just made me laugh. So <laughs> their their username is. Yeehaw, cowboy. Um, and the question is, legally speaking, is Schwartz an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> There's like all these people who are asking questions like about legal and then that one. I'm like, that's the, that's the one I want to know. Legally speaking, like I'm going to go ahead and rule on that. Like, yes, Tom's a fucking idiot. <laughs> So that one, Yeehaw Kaboy, is checked. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Um, okay, so I'll go back to that was the, okay. So random question of the episode was by Yeehaw Kaboy. <laughs> I love um, it. So going back to the episode, there was a super nice scene that I think that we need to shout out, and that was James Kennedy's little segment about his growth, about him with Allie and buying mm -hmm. his home. Mm -hmm. um, are you a James fan? Are you not a James fan? How do you feel about him? I've always really had like a soft spot for James because I can understand his anger and upset with these people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, he drank a little too much before, but I mean, who amongst us hasn't been a wild maniac, right. um, but he seems to have like gotten it together. Like he's always brought it. Yes, Whether it was positive always. or negative, it's been brought. And he's never been like a sideline character when he entered the scene, like he entered really like, hard, yeah. really hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that Allie is a little angel. I think that she is. And okay. So what bothers me is that I totally said the same thing about Raquel when she first started dating James. I was like, yeah, oh, she's so sweet. She's so good for him. She's like a normal girl, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to, you know, now. But I do feel that way truly about Allie. I do feel like she is good for him, that she's sweet, that she seems educated. She yeah. seems very self-aware. Um, and she seems very in tune with James and like what he needs in a relationship and what he needs as a person. You know, she got him to go into therapy and working on him with the drinking, not giving him ultimatums. I think that she's good for him. Mm -hmm. I do too. And I think they really do balance each other out because she 
it's unlike Raquel where when we first met her and we're like, oh, she's a normal girl or whatever. But at the same time, she was still really timid and kind of kowtowing to him and Mm -hmm. being a follower. But Allie came out and she was like, go to therapy. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. She could. You can tell that she's like a strong woman. She comes across very timid, right. but you can tell that she like she can assert her dominance in that relationship. Uh huh. And I think it's really I like it. I did I do have too. I had a bit of a feeling though about LVP and her the way she was acting towards James and Lala was very like aggressive to me. I agree. I'm glad that Lala told her, you need to stop. You need to fucking stop. And LVP (laughs) said, are you talking to me? And Lala said, yes, you're defending him too much. For real. I mean, it was starting to get like bad. Like, are you, do you have any conscience? Right. Like you don't need to necessarily jump in and like pile in on him, but you also don't need to be the sole defender of him. Yeah, I didn't like when LVP was when and the first episode when um, Ariana was like, you've cheated on me with people before or whatever. Mm -hmm. And LVP was like, it wasn't a people's a lot different than Raquel. Right. I was like, is it? I don't know. And also, does it matter? No. No. I mean, LVP was just like on one. She was. I feel like she didn't need to be because the reunion was going to to deliver without her you yeah know? totally yeah he was the main she she used to be the main attraction and she's now like the side 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 character this season like why is she here wearing giselle bryant's knockoff weird ass crystal dress did right? you notice? Okay, so from the Real Housewives of Potomac, Giselle, that was her reunion dress. It was just blue, yeah. not black. And it's yes. not symmetrical, and it bothers the shit out of me. It bothers the crystals. Yeah. Honestly, there's the arms, three on they're... one side and two on the other. And it's in the part of your arms and, like, on the part of your arms that's the biggest. So there's the most of them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So available to your eyes that there are such difference in the arms. Yeah. And then the earrings on top of it, like it was just not a look. Did nobody not, it, tell it, it, her? Did, right. Like, like did the design, I mean, obviously that was the choice the designer made to have it not symmetrical, but it like to the viewer or to the innocent eye, like that doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And I want to know who let her on the stage like that. Right. In an outfit repeater that we've already roasted, by the way. I'm surprised that Annie didn't make a comment about it. I know. Me too. He usually does. You know what? (laughs) That freak. I'm glad that nobody wore the Mugler jumpsuit that all of the housewives have been wearing lately. (laughs) It's like the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad nobody's been wearing that. (laughs) (laughs) We get a little break from it, I guess. Who do you think was the best dressed at the reunion? Ooh, well, that's a good question. I really liked Allie's outfit. I thought her dress reminded me of, like, uh, Ariel's shells. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Um, And then I really did like Lala's dress. 
It reminded me of a Barbie dress. I agree. And I guess in person, it it was like sheer almost. It wasn't like the, Ooh. yeah, because I, I tried to find it online after I saw her wearing it and I, it was impossible to find. And then when I did find it, it was like almost like sheer. So it came across different on the television, but it was a hot dress for sure. It was a hot dress. I, I think it. everybody looked good. I think everybody dressed for who they are. Like Katie with that black widow kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I did too. You know, she kind of inspired me um, because I loved how she looked in that like high collar, Mm -hmm. you know, that with the sparkles, I was like, that is actually really cool. I haven't seen anything like that. And then I found an orange and I ordered it and now I have one just like it. She has influenced me. I love that. Shout out to Katie Maloney. Good job, Katie Maloney. I um, actually, you know what? Shout out to her because there's a confessional dress that she has. um, It's pink, it's shimmery, and it's um, like a, I don't know what you call it, like a one shoulder situation. uh I have the same dress. So, you know, yeah. So we just blend with her fashion. Yeah. She's got some taste. I think we can say. She does. So during the reunion, we had, which I knew this was coming because the day of the reunion, somebody had leaked it and sent it to me, but we have um, Andy Cohen giving Sheena Shea these papers from Raquel. Um, I think that, you know, I should have sent this to you before the episode to look at, but the papers were like a pre, I guess, like a pre-dismissal or like a file. Oh. To, why don't you explain that if you know? So I I believe I've seen the paper that you're talking about. With it's It doesn't filed. even have her proper name on it. And it's not filed with the court because if it was, there would be a stamp. Like, are you looking at the document right now? I'm about to. There's like a box in the upper right hand corner and like if something's filed with the court there will be a little stamp there that says filed (laughs) and the date and the time and that thing is not filed so basically it's just a piece of trash like if it's not filed with the court the court doesn't care what it is you know so it was like why even bring it to the reunion like what was she trying to do okay yes I'm looking at it yes Um, where it says for court use only there's a big empty square Exactly. So in that big empty square, if that thing were filed with the court, and I believe that's LA County, there's, I think they do stamps still, like it would be a stamp that says filed on XYZ by deputy clerk of the court, whatever their name is, like it's all formal. But the thing about um, the TRO that was interesting and her like dismissal of it from a non-legal standpoint, I thought it was odd that in her one-off, um, Andy, she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I, I totally regret that. But then when Sheena was like, yeah, you did, you know? Right. So she was speaking out of both sides of her mouth. Both sides of her mouth. Yeah. And it's the same thing with this document, too, where she's like, oh, like, this is a file document. Like, I'm doing everything I can to work with my lawyer to resolve this. And it's like, I mean, any first per any but any lawyer who's just started would know you need to file it with the court for it to mean anything, right? 
Like it doesn't take a, some sort of like rocket scientist to figure that one out. And it makes me feel like this was just like almost a template document because her, her name on the, it says attorney for plaintiff Raquel Levis. Like that's not her legal name. It should say Rachel if this is going to be filed anywhere. So the whole thing was very sus. It was Um, very sus. And his website was very sus. And I, you know, I, whatever but Mm -hmm. it was just like it didn't seem like a person who regularly engages in filing like restraining orders is what i'm trying to say you know so it was just like not a not a normal like no no and then when like a hoax yeah and then when andy gave it to sheena Oh. Sheena got so emotional and then you see Raquel in the trailer and she's like oh maybe I should have wrote her a note and she's like laughing about it that part um how, that how, was how crazy. You, yeah would you have reacted like Sheena and gotten emotional or would you have gotten angry because I think that I would have went the opposite way and I would have gotten angry because I would have wanted to film with Raquel I would have yeah. never wanted yeah I would have never wanted her to file it in the first place and then for her to backtrack and say oh never mind well then it's like oh we could have filmed together that's I I wonder when this because if Raquel handed the restraining order to Andy before they filmed this sit down and it did have legal significance they could have filmed together but I bet you that Andy Cohen that but the second he got his hands on that hot little piece of paper, it went straight up to the legal department. And I'm sure the legal department was like, this is BS. This means nothing. They can, they must be apart. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. That's, that's probably just what exactly I think. what happened. No, that's yeah. literally exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Such a farce. I know. And like, I remember the day that the reunion filmed and that paper came out. At first, nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, me. I was like, oh, my gosh, what does this even mean? Does this mean (laughs) that they can film together? Does this mean that they are filming together? Mm -hmm. Um, The whole thing, I think, now was just a play. They they wanted to feed into it. Raquel wanted to feed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she maybe wanted us to feel like she re- was remorseful for filing it. But then, like you said, she said that, no, she did punch me. So right, she doubled down like she is talking out of both sides of her mouth. And I don't think at this point, because, you know, I don't want to perpetuate this any further, but people are like, oh, well, she's dumb, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't think she's that dumb. She has to know to some extent what she's doing. Right. Like, this is a bad thing. I think that's like, a everyone can agree. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, oh, also, um, we should have taken a drink every single time Lala said triggered. Because oh. I think if I drank every time she said the word triggered, I would have been triggered. Like, <laughs> I would have been yeah, I would have been like sideways, <laughs> like three bottles of wine in. Like I understand everything is triggering for her, but I was sick of hearing about it. I know. I, and then I did. Lala has all this like 
content that she could share and contribute to her storyline. And then Mm -hmm. nobody gives a fuck, you know? Right. (laughs) I mean, I cared, but the producers didn't. They didn't. No, not at all. (laughs) She really didn't get like her own little segment, did she? I think that she, I think that she inserted herself into others, but I don't remember her getting her own. No, me neither. I feel like she was always sort of friend oving. And we also didn't get to see um, Tom and Katie have a little segment about like the demise of their marriage. We never really saw that like play out throughout. Like, I want to know the details of their divorce. I want to know who Katie slept with post-divorce. I want to know that stuff, but we never got around to seeing it. Like Scandival just took over. Which it I really understand, did. but now looking back, I wish I had answers to these questions. It just seems a little crazy to me that after all these random housewives seasons that had four episode reunions and like all these unprecedented things, it's like this actually has the content to fill four episodes, like right. front to back with very engaging content. And you gave us three I mean, I, I am happy with the uncensored version, but like, I need four to five episodes of this reunion. There's, there's so much. And I think that we totally could have four to five parts. Like, why not? Bravo. Why like, not? What the hell? Evolution media. Why not? I'm feeling caged in by them. Like they don't think we, <laughs> we, we can't handle it. <laughs> like, do you think that we're, who do you think we are? I'm fully capable of consuming that much of this scandal oh my gosh that's hilarious I am told uh, you know what I wish there was four to five parts yeah well speaking of questions and the restraining order one of the questions that somebody wanted to ask you um they said bravo lover said could Sheena turn around and sue Rachel for anything now that Rachel has dropped the suit and wasted the court's time so I was actually I was thinking about this earlier today um, Sheena could have a claim for defamation. Um, if because it seems as though this was a false statement that injured actual damage to her. I mean, Sheena was ha- having full panic attacks or whatever. Right. And she was actually fully impacted by how that whole restraining order played out. And because Raquel kind of admitted that it wasn't true by saying she should have never filed it and all that. She's basically saying like, yeah, I defamed Sheena. Right. So, I, lied. I defamed her intentionally. Yeah. The thing is though, with Sheena, it seems like she's so traumatized from the TRO that I don't believe that she would ever file a suit for defamation. Cause I think it would exhaust her. Yeah, I don't think she wants to get in the court system whatsoever. Me neither. But if she ever does, I would say defamation is. And you might not live in L.A., but and I don't know what kind of law you do, but Sheena Shea, you can always call Lauren and she'll give you whatever advice you need. You can't. I actually went to law school with one of her attorneys. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Where did you go to law school? Um, Thomas Jefferson School of Law in downtown San Diego and her attorney, Human, and I went there together. And then he transferred. Yeah, it was like really crazy. 
full circle too. Like all roads lead to Bravo. I say that it's all the time. It's so true. It's so true. Let's see another question. Oh, I think we answered this one. They said, were the papers for dropping the lawsuit and charges against Sheena real? Well, I don't think it was a lawsuit against her though. I mean, technically, I guess anything that you file could be considered a lawsuit, but this is more of like a, a rest, I mean, a restraining order is a bit different because it's like kind of, they call it quasi-criminal, you know? Oh, they call it like, what? <laughs> it's like the funniest word, quasi-criminal. So it's like sort of a civil thing because it's a person suing a person or a person versus a person, but it's also kind of criminal because if you violate it, you could go to jail. Oh, interesting. So they call it quasi-criminal. So it's just, there's a fun fact. There's a fun fact that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically Kim Kardashian now. There you go, girl. You got to take that baby bar. Right? <laughs> Did Kim pass the bar? Did you ever follow that? Actually told me that she did pass the baby bar and she's like onto her law school, which is like, I'm so impressed with her. her. I cannot lie. Yeah. I, especially because she's not someone who regularly did a job where she was analyzing every day. She was like doing other stuff. And it's so impressive to me that she could change her brain or sort of train focus so hard you know it was really cool yeah that is very cool yeah I'm sure that I mean you have you definitely have to know like the hours to put in without Uh being like Kim Kardashian has to be insane yeah oh I can't imagine me neither how long have you been an attorney I actually so I am just like Shane um What's her name's husband from Real Housewives of Orange oh, County? Oh, from Orange County, Emily. Yeah. I failed the bar so many times, but I finally just passed it in February. Um, so, yeah. like, technically a couple months, but I've been graduated for years. <laughs> well, still, that's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations on passing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I, I work at a – thank you. And I work doing criminal law and civil law, so I feel like my brain has – too much information in it. <laughs> My brain has too much information regarding Vanderpump rules. That's why I'm so <laughs> glad that you've been on the podcast. Um, so some of my unhinged tweets from last night, I'm just going through that mm-hmm. speak out to me. Um, I said, Randall Emmett using Harvey Weinstein spokesperson says it all. That was shocking and sickening. Sickening and gross. Like what? Like, so he is a poor man's Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've heard yeah. that before. One hundred percent. Yeah, embarrassing for him on a oh. lot of levels. There's no coming back for him, Randall no. Emmett. There's no coming back. He can, and he ruined pickleball. Like I've never played, and now I never want to. I know. Bitch sesh or the deep dive or or any of that. I listen to bitch sesh. I know that Casey and Danielle play pickleball, so maybe they can rebrand it into something not as terrible as Rand has branded it. They should have like a cute little fundraiser or something and re- yeah. you know involving pickleball ball and have the money going to something like 
rebranding the sport. Yes, something. Yeah, there's there's something important there. Yeah, (laughs) there's room to do something there. (laughs) What did you think about um, when Lisa said this? Confused me. She said she gave the Toms back their 50k investment, but they still have five percent of Tom Tom. That whole situation confused me. And I feel like I was missing context because I didn't know she gave them their investment back. I think that happened off camera and was. I only remember them discussing it. And then those, those boys saying, no, we don't need it. Right. Yeah. So it must've happened in between some, at some point. Damn. But so they, they each own 5% even though they don't have their money. But I mean, the Vanderpumps have made quite a bit of dough, I'm sure, off of their names, TomTom, you know? For sure. And then I saw that, um, oh, the something about her, they said at the reunion, the merch that they made has been like $200,000. And then they flash over to the Tom's faces and they're like, oh. I know. That made me... I kind of really liked that, though. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, poor you. Like, sorry, but not sorry. Especially when you remember that part in the episode where like, oh, yeah, this sandwich shop is way more manageable than what we do. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you didn't raise 200 grand in a lickety split, did you? Nope. You had to actually get money back from Lisa Vanderpump, which <laughs> had to be like that in itself had to be so humbling to say, like, yes, we need that 50K back because like. I mean, to Lisa Vanderpump, 50K is just that, 50K. Posh, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, pish posh. But to obviously the Toms and to everybody else, that's major money to just pocket. For their future. Like, what is, what? I need a peek into Tom Sandoval's finances. Right? I have to know what is going on. Did he win the lottery somewhere? Because even Ariana said people either have sex issues or money issues, and we didn't have money issues. Yeah. So, like, there was money coming in and not even just for his business, because, like, obviously you want to invest in your business, but, like, in Raquel's proposal, that was odd. Yeah, the checks that he was writing. And I was going back and thinking about this today, like, do you think that part of the reason Tom was doing everything he did for Rachella was because he was trying to impress her because he already like had his eyes on her? That I haven't, that's a good point. I didn't really think of that. Like kind of, but that's like grooming vibes, but he kind of did. That's what I'm saying. That's what I felt the vibe was like, because it was almost like he, yeah, he was like, it has to be perfect for Raquel, blah, blah, blah. Like you deserve this. Yeah. And then when she was like having the issue where she couldn't give a speech, like it was like, instead of the King's speech, it was Raquel's speech. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I believe in you, all this stuff. It was kind of like across the boundary of being just friends. And that was back. God knows how long ago now. What was that? Yeah. Two, the Richella had to be two years ago, right? I think so. Yeah. Two, two, at two least. and a half years. Yeah. So I think that there's been like his, they've, he's had eyes on her for 
longer than this seven month affair. I think this has been going on and whether it's been active or cause like he kept saying, well, and then we took a break, you know, it's like, right. I bet they made out at least made out like when she was still with James. Yeah. I think that it was, yeah, it was definitely like not just a sexual relationship. It was an affair. Yeah. I think there was like, I mean, a lot, but, but then she doesn't seem like she has the, um, emotional capacity to participate in an affair. I mean, she was just like staring at the TV the whole time. She really was. I thought that she would be like, I don't know. I would be commenting. I would be yelling. I would be like crying. I would be agreeing. I would be disagreeing. Like like, where's my mom. Oh my God. Like she was alone in a trailer watching a sad pathetic television like honestly LOL, like, like drinking a diet coke like honestly lol at that <laughs> drinking a diet coke putting her lipstick on in the mirror but that's that's the reality of it that's actually really funny going back to looking at that thinking about that scene, <laughs> about that trailer and how they it literally said at the bottom of the tv 100 yards away from Tina. <laughs> That was cracking me up. I was like, that's so funny that they put that on there on that Chiron. Like, that's the kind of stuff that reality TV, like, you think that it's fake, but it's totally real. Like, you can't write that. That's genius. And if this show, if this show doesn't get nominated for a goddamn Emmy. Right? I'm going to lose it. I'm going to, I'm going to write a letter. (laughs) Like, I don't know if there's a category for them, but we need to make one as long as it does not, as long as it does not interfere with succession because they're taking (laughs) everything, as long as it doesn't interfere with their category, I'm all for it. Exactly. I agree. Sophie's choice. Do not make me choose between Vanderpump Rules and succession because I I could never choose. (laughs) Were you a succession watcher? I feel like you would like it. I I haven't watched it yet, but with everyone talking about it, has this been on for a while? Because this is so it's only four seasons. It's ten episodes a season, and I want to say it started just three years ago, and it's wrapped up now. It is brilliant television. So, and I definitely get the vibe that you would like it. So. If you ever need to dive into a show, try Succession. It's on HBO and tell me what you think. Okay. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. It's a really good one. Um, The episodes are like 40 minutes long, but the characters are so strong and you really do like fall in love with them. Oh, I love those kinds of shows where it's like emotionally stimulating. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And it's like a hardcore like business empire oh okay yeah you would definitely like it so if you ever check it out i'm it's in the queue i'm so excited give me one second my dog is trying to attack something (laughs) hey come on see this is when the editing comes in and i'm like oh okay (laughs) right yeah okay the the dogs don't get it they don't get it i have two do you have any dogs i have one yeah. She's oh. quietly sleeping under my feet. I'm Is it a little dog? No, she's a, a standard poodle. 
Oh, I know. She's so cute. What kind of dogs do you have? Uh, they're both black labs. Oh, so cute. Yeah. So they're big and beautiful most of the time. Yeah. And friendly and wanting very, to chat with friendly. everyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A serial killer's wet dream. <laughs> that was a good one. Honestly, I'm wearing a shirt that says that right now. Oh my God. I love the creativity that people have. I wish that I had the, you know what? I'm going to look it up before the end of this conversation. They sent me this shirt and it's so cool. It has like an airbrushed Tom Schwartz and it says serial killers wet dream. Oh my God. I know if I didn't get sent it, I totally would have bought it because it's hilarious. That's so fun. Um, let's see. There was one other question that somebody asked and I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Let's see what she thinks. <laughs> Let me find it while I'm looking for it. So what are some of your favorite podcasts that you listen to? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm a podcast fiend. Like it's always happening in my ears or in my car. Um, I love obviously Blake blonde hair. Blackheart, love that podcast. Yeah, like morning commute. Mm -hmm. I love the deep dive, um, which is like uh, June Diane Raphael and one of her friends, and they just talk about like all this stuff that's so deeply related to being a woman that I just never considered before. Oh, what's yeah. that one called? The deep dive. The deep dive. You know, I've seen that, but I've never checked it out. Yeah, it was like really interesting. Um, and it's like super serious things that you never thought about before. Um, and I've been listening to this one episode or podcast called A Tradition of Violence that's about like deputy gangs in the LA Sheriff's Department. Ooh. So crazy. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. So I need to check all of those out, both of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link. Yes, do that, please. Um, okay, so I have two more questions. This one is from Melanie something. Melanie, oh, I don't know, Melanie. Um, <laughs> she said, can she sue him for emotional distress? <laughs> I'm assuming she means can Ariana sue Tom for emotional distress? I wish. Um, but to sue for emotional distress, unfortunately, generally you have to like be, you know, a mom and a son and the mom watches the son get hit by a car on purpose, you know? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like something awful. Um, this is, while it is awful, like there has to be a physical ailment along with it. Like now I can't sleep ever again. And right. it seems like sh she's strong enough to get through it. So I don't think she could probably have a claim for that, but I really wish she could. She well, that's a good answer. See, so Melanie, there you go. <laughs> and then we have, oh, I think this is kind of just a general question. How evil is it to cheat on the very night her soul made animal pass? And then, <gasps> oh, yeah, that was so, we also have to remember that Ariana had Charlotte for 18 years. Oh, that is the longest living dog I have ever heard of in, ever my life. in my life. And then her body's not even cold and they start their affair. 
start to fear. Like, and I don't believe it really started that night. I just think that's the first time they fucked. I think they definitely were hooking up before that, but not pee pee in the VV. Well, because you can't think that the first time you're going to hook up with somebody like at all, it's going to be in a car, really. As, like, a, as we, a 40 year old man. Right. Like, are we back at 16 years old? Like, no, we're not little hoes in high school. Hotel, I guess. Right. Do it in the guest room. I'm so curious to see his answer when Andy says, did you ever do it in your home? Oh. I guarantee they have. Well, our Ariana oh, that already that came. It already, yeah. yeah, I was wait. I was about to say it already came out that he left bed, went into the guest room, fucked her, and then came back into bed. But I, I want him to say it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, he's like the only one we have to admit to it. Uh huh. A thousand percent. Oh, I'm getting the chills thinking about next week. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Yes, this was so fun. Thanks for having me. Of course, this was fun. Um, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and check out your content? Yes, go to Instagram.com and then I'm allegedly Bravo. And also, I don't have a Twitter anymore. I think it's just Instagram and my website, allegedlybravo.com. And I have a podcast all about Bravo liberties and celebrities and the legal predicaments they find themselves in. And it's very interesting to hear that kind of perspective on things. So everybody definitely needs to go check you out. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And so we have next week, Vanderpump reunion. We have Jersey reunion and we have summer house reunion, everybody. Um, So I will be on the real bitch of Bravo's podcast on Wednesday with a summer house recap. I will have my podcast coming out on Thursday with one of the, the um, rock. Her name is Roxanne from um, All About the Real Housewives. They, have, they just started a podcast, so I'll have her on next week. Um, and so, yeah, everybody just get ready for a busy week next week. And yeah, so thank you very much, Lauren. I enjoyed this. Thanks. Me too. I loved it. All right, everybody, be safe this weekend, and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're clear. That was so fun.